Game 7, or from Championship number 6. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead! Remaining, and they're putting Curry in the pick and roll, trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one -on -one with Irving, puts it up, it's good! Kyrie Irving from downtown! We're sending it in, Jerome, that's for damn sure. Yes, 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 what is I was going to say, what is going on here? I need some yeses. Uh, did Nevada win at the buzzer? I think they just fucking did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> what an incredible shot. Oh, my goodness. That's... Oh, my God. Colorado State fights all the way back, ties the game, and Nevada wins on a half-court buzzer beater from Jared Lucas. Gotta love it. Incredible stuff. Terrible game by uh, Carlos. State. They, that might have been the worst performance I've ever seen out of a team. Um, anyways, welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. Stacks on Stacks. <laughs> Joined, as always, with my guys, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. Sure. In Washington. How we doing tonight, fellas? Yo, doing good. I just figured out why I couldn't chat in uh, on Twitch, so I'm good, too. It helps if you spell your fucking email, right? Oh, yes. You got to do that, yeah. Ben. Yeah, because there's totally a dot .com, but... Most, pe most people know their email addresses, I guess. Yeah. I guess for some of us, it's a... I was probably drunk when I wrote it in. Let's be very Yeah, San Diego State was a 21-point favorite. It's only a five-point game. Yeah, against dog shit San Jose State, too. Crazy. Crazy, crazy night of college hoops, man. Crazy fucking night. BYU wins at Fog Allen. Unbelievable. But we're here to talk Major League Baseball. The season Baseball is upon time. us. Spring training is here. We're about a week into spring training. Uh, we got a few weeks left of spring training until we head into the regular season. So we're going to start our uh, preview and picks MLB divisions. We go Central, West, East. We start with, uh, and we do AL and NL. Uh, so this week we're going to start with the Central divisions. Um, we're going to get those out of the way. Uh, next week we'll do West, and then we'll do East, and then we'll do our uh, like awards pick show. Talking Cy Young, MVP, etc., etc., which we'll probably go through, you know, as we talk about some of these teams and the players on the teams. We'll probably talk about some of them. Before we get into it, we are being brought to you by the Sharps app, S-H-A-R-P-Z app. Download it. Use promo code George 517 It's free to download, free to track your bets. Become a better better. Use Sharps app. Got to get that out of the way. Um, with that being said, um, should we hop right into it? Do you guys want to talk any... Any news? Uh, we still have Blake Snell available. Cody Bellinger finally signed. Um, we didn't have a show Jordan on Sunday, Montgomery. so what was that, Irv? Jordan Montgomery still available too. Mm -hmm. Yep, both of them are still available. I think with both of them, it's going to come down to like the last week, dude. I I honestly I was talking to uh, someone on Saturday. Uh, Tom Celebration, another big baseball fan. And uh, 
I was saying, like, I think most teams that need starting pitching, like a la the Orioles, for example, the Giants, um, or I don't think the Giants necessarily need it, but I think they could definitely use a starter. I think they're kind of like waiting to see if they can trade for a controllable arm before they go and make a signing like that. So I think that's what it's really going to come down to, at least as far as, you know, Montgomery and Snell getting the numbers they wanted. There was a report that came out today saying that the Yankees offered Blake Snell a six-year, $188 million deal, and he turned it down. Mm. So that's... Six uh, years, wow. Yeah, six years. And that's that's what, $22 million a year about? Uh, six-year, 188 Yeah. 30. 30 million. So, I mean, the fact that he's turning that down... 31.3, I mean, yeah. What's that? What's mm. that? Say he's going after. You know what I mean? No, Boris said he wants a nine-year deal, right? Two hundred plus million. There's no team on earth giving Blake Snow a nine-year deal <laughs> at 31 years old. Yeah, that's nuts. that's crazy. That's, um, that's what they counter-offered the Yankees with. Jesus Christ, that's not going to happen. Um, so we do have some. Some uh, players available. Brandon Crawford signed today with the Cardinals, or was that last night, Ben? That was last night. Last yeah. night you signed. So the Cardinals officially, oh, well, I think they had the oldest roster before, but now they definitely have the oldest roster. I, I <clears throat> fucking laughed my ass off when we saw the comment that uh, the signing of Brandon Crawford actually lowered the average uh, age. On the team? Of that roster, yeah. That's hilarious. Um, they are the favorites to win the NL Central, which is a division we're going to start with first. Uh, pretty much everywhere, they're basically a dollar seventy-five, dollar forty-five, dollar forty, um, depending on the book. But they are the favorite, followed by the Cubs at uh, basically two dollars. Uh, one book actually does have the Cubs as a favorite. That's a dollar forty. I think that's Caesars. Is that Caesars been? Uh, it is. I think it's Caesars. And then they have uh, the Reds at four to one, and then I mean, dude, some of these books have like are way off on numbers. Like one book has the Brewers at three dot three fifty, and then another book has it at eight fifty. Damn. And then they got the Pirates at twenty five hundred, sixteen hundred, eighteen hundred. So Pirates, the long shot. So. Let's talk about this division. We're gonna start with the Brewers because I, I actually think the Brewers are the worst team in this division this year. Um, I know based on the division odds, it doesn't say that, which tells you that I'm not going to be betting on the Brewers. Um, but the Brewers win total right now is 77 and a half. You can find some 76 and a halfs out there juiced. Um, I think that's way too fucking high, dude. What the fuck? Well, 77. I mean, you're, you're saying that they're going to be dropping what? 15 games from last year. Yeah, but I mean, like, dude, that that's team a, that's a lot. That's a lot. But you, you you have a lot of young talent coming up from, you know, for this Brewers team. I, and I know, like, Yelich is getting older. Um, but you're also you you're bounce not getting, back here, though, low-key. You're not getting I mean, Woodruff, right? You're a back, bounce back here for that, yeah. You lost Corbin Burns. Yeah, that that's yeah, huge. That's... But I don't think that drops them 15 games. Um, you've got Peralta still as your number one. You've got Miley as your number two. Um, then you have, you know, what DJ Hall is going to be their number five. It looks like DL um, Hall. 
That's Neil a, Hall, excuse me. I, if that dude's your number five, dude, you suck. As a number five, that's not bad. As long as you're not playing him as number three, then you're good. Bro, he was a bullpen uh, arm for the Orioles. Well, you got you to gotta remember, Ben, we have a resident Orioles fan now. So, yeah, you know, it was all about D.L. Hall. Yeah. He, he'll, he's fine as a number five. Um, I, I think I think D.L. Hall has stuff, but, like, he lacks control. And that's a big, like, you, you can't just walk every batter, dude. That's his problem. Like, he walks too many batters. And the thing is, is like the Orioles have one of the best like uh, pitching performance centers. If you see like all the the relievers that they sign, they like sign these guys like randomly off the streets, and like they end up being like legit relievers. Like they signed Webb last year, who got cut by the Angels, and then dude had like a two five ERA for the fucking Orioles the rest of the season. So, yeah, but isn't isn't this a very pitcher friendly park in Milwaukee? I mean, I wouldn't really say yeah, it's like. I wouldn't necessarily say it's pitcher friendly, but I wouldn't say it's like hitter friendly either. It's it's, it's yeah. a indoor controlled stadium and they have a roof. Yeah, and I know they can open it. I would lean. I would lean it being a pitcher stadium. Yeah, well, they don't have any bats, but uh, I I do like the addition of Joey Ortiz. I like Joey Ortiz. I thought he was a nice player, but obviously the Orioles had an influx of of infielders, so they had to fucking move on from one. But I mean, ultimately, Ben, like, you're right in the sense of, like, you know, 77 and a half games is 15 less than last year. But I thought the team overperformed last year, first of all. Like, I didn't think that team was that good. I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't think they really overperformed either. But I, I, yeah, don't, think, we all knew they I think they were pitching staff. Yeah, and they're definitely going to lose a lot with. But the thing is, know, like, their pitching, pitching staff year, wasn't but... even didn't even carry them last year. Like, they had, like, <clears throat> they went on that crazy fucking hot streak where they won, like, 16 of, like, 20 games, dude. And they just, like. We're raking yeah, the ball. Pretty hot, but yeah, like Willie Adam Willie Adamas was hitting like four hundred in like of the month of July. And he's like, is that ever going to happen again? I don't think so, but you know, we'll see. Uh, and then I also think like we could very well see this team become sellers at the deadline. Like we could see a Willie Adamas get traded. We could see William Contreras get traded. Uh, I don't think I don't think Yelich uh, is going to get traded because he's under contract for a while, but. I do think that we are going to see, or we could very well see, a lot of these guys get traded. Uh, Bruce Terang, Bryce Terang had a really good, nice year last year as a rookie. Yeah, so um, they got a lot of young guys, which I think is is what Devin Williams is going to push this. Oh yeah, Devin Williams could get traded as well. Like that's the thing with these with teams like this that are underperforming come the come the trade deadline. I think we could see a lot of these a lot of their older guys get traded and. And yes, the Brewers do have a have a nice core of young players. Jackson Churio is going to be should be a really fine player. Torino could be better. We'll see how he does uh, the rest of the year. But I mean, like Ben, you look at their starting rotation, and it's just like, are they going to be able to get through a whole season? First of all, Freddie Peralta is like often injured, right? Yeah. And then you got Wade Miley, Jakob Yunis. I mean, dude, you, you're very familiar with Jakob Yunis. I mean, I think Wiley is is, is Wiley Wiley Miley is going to be a uh, you know a decent starter there again. They need someone in that number two spot, if not the number one spot, to take some you know pressure off of Freddie. But I don't think they're that far away. Um, you know, and I think if you add that that one pitcher, that changes everything. You this this could be one of the places that you see. You know, a team come up and maybe not get 
Montgomery or Snell, but they come in and get one of these other guys who can come in and sit in that number two position and, you know, push Miley down to three, push Eunice down to four, and then you have either Ray Gasser or Hall as your number five. And the other two just are, are your middle relief that just eat innings. Well, the Brewers aren't going to sign anyone because they're one of the teams dealing with the uh, Bally fallout. So, <clears throat> so they're definitely out on a free agent like that. They're going to have to. Yeah, but if you sign a number two, though, it's not. I mean, who are you signing as number two right now? I don't know. There ain't nobody yeah, out I'm there. I'm pretty sure Jordan Montgomery is going to command a pretty big salary. Yeah. So same with. Blake Snell. So I mean, their their roster is pretty much set. They're doing. I could see maybe they make like a trade or two for something small, but they're not going to take on any salary, dude. That's not going to happen. I don't see it happening. Um, but like a lot of it's going to basically their whole season outlook, in my opinion, comes down to how these young guys perform. Oh, hundred percent. And they've got a they got three big ones that they've really got to look into. Yeah, well, actually four with Hoskins, and they lost uh, their manager. So yeah, and they lost Craig Council. That's another big lawsuit. Who came in for them? Uh, uh, I think they hired within, right? They promoted from within. Yeah, I forget who they fucking promoted, dude. Uh, let me see. Why doesn't it say the fucking manager right here? <clears throat> Pat Murphy. Mm. He was the intern. Well, he knows the team, knows the squad. He should be decent. Um, I don't know if he, that's not a replacement for Craig uh, Council, who's regarded as one of the best managers. So we'll see how it works out for him. But like you said, they're going to be dependent on a lot of young talent. So either their young talent going to come through right away and they could be, you know, flirting with um, being competitive like the Reds was until that young talent came back to uh, back down to earth or it's going to be a long season for them. I mean, I definitely think it's going to be a long season, but 15 games to drop from last year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to drop 15 games. I do. I don't think they're going to win this division, but I don't think they're seventy-seven and a half. Seventy-seven and a half. That's basically a five-hundred team. Yeah, I think they're going to be better, but because I I also I also think the Reds are going to get better, right? Yeah, the Pirates are getting better. Pirates are a big question mark for me. But you don't play as many division games as you used to, too, though. So. You don't, but I mean, like, you still, like, if you're a division rival, if your division gets better, you get worse. Right? Not everyone's going to, not everyone's going to be 70, not everyone's going to win 80 games in the division. Just, that just can't happen. That's true. Yeah. So you see the, so you basically, do you see the Pirates or the, maybe the Reds is jumping them? Do you see the Pirates jumping them? I think the Pirates can. No, the Pirates I mean, got yeah. injuries. But I mean, the, the Brewers got a lot of in- they got one of the most injury prone teams in there is. Who do the Pirates have that injured? Well, you got a huge question mark on um, on uh, uh, um, uh, O'Neill Cruz, how he's going to come back. But I mean, you could say the same thing with pitch. a lot of things with the Brewers, like Reese Hoskins, dude. He didn't play at all last year. 
Yeah, you've got um, I mean well, let's let's move over to the Pirates. Okay. We'll circle back. So the Pirates win total seventy five and a half. Some seventy four and a half juiced as well. So not market's saying that they're pretty close to the Brewers. Um However, the Pirates are like plus sixteen hundred to win the division, whereas the Brewers are like plus five fifty. It makes no sense. They're two games off, but fucking whatever. I but Ben, I'm glad you brought up O'Neill Cruz because that's a big reason why I think the Pirates are going to bounce back. Because I mean, what what are the odds that he's going to be hurt all season again? I think that's pretty rare, and he's too good of a player. We saw the flashes where he's just. Do we know when he's coming back? Yeah, he's going to start the season. Is he starting the season? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I I like Tamar Jones. I just don't think he's going to be back yet. Um, they're not. Excuse me, not back yet. But um, if he's going to be <laughs> getting any any time in the bigs, I think he. I think he's going to get called up at some point. But I still like what they what they're going out there with on opening day. Their projected lineup: O'Neill Cruz, Brian Reynolds is a very nice player. Cabrian Hayes. Two-time Gold Glove winner, great player, um, Jack Sawinski, raw power. Henry Davis looked really good last year in his rookie year, um, and then you sprinkle in some, you know, veterans like Andrew McCutcheon, uh, Rowdy Telez. I, I think McCutcheon isn't there anymore. Correct? No, I think he resigned. Uh, he, he resigned. Came yeah. Back. Did he? Yeah. He did a one-year deal. Yeah. He's on a one-year contract, um, but I I think this is a I think it's a decent roster, dude. And then they also signed Yasmani Grandal to back up. Connor Joe was a fine backup last year. Um, I think the the same issue here though is going to be their pitching. You've got Keller and Perez is well. Mitch Keller and I think got hurt. I mean, Keller had a meltdown second half of the season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna. He, he was really good in the second half, and I, I think a big part of it was like he had never pitched that many innings before. So I, I think I definitely think we're going to get bounce back from him. I like the addition of Marco Gonzalez. Marco Gonzalez isn't the guy that's going to go out there and just like light up the fucking radar gun or anything, but he's going to get innings, dude. He's going to eat a lot of fucking innings. He's going to keep your team in ball games, which I think they they lacked a lot of last year. I also like Ronzi Contreras. He just really has to stay consistent, but he has the stuff. We showed it last year in multiple starts. Um, so I think yeah. that's huge. I think getting our Lotus Chapman in the bullpen is nice. David Bednar, one of the best closers in baseball that nobody knows about. So uh, honestly, I, I think this team is better than, than most people give them credit for. And on top of that, Paul Skeens is going gonna, is gonna to pitch in this rotation this year. Paul Skeens is not going to pitch in this rotation if they're in the playoff hunt, is my guess. He is definitely pitching in the in this rotation this year, bro. He's hella good, I, bro. He's hella good. I, I don't disagree with that. It, he's a hell of a pitcher, but I don't think I think you he think he makes the roster out of training camp or no? I don't no. think he makes the roster out of training camp. But I, I think he gets called up like in June. I it's, I think he needs uh, another full season. Um, nah, no way, dude. Yeah. He lit up. Dude, he made it to double A last year. You, nobody could yeah. hit him. And he's fucking young. He's not the, the worst he, thing that can can ben, happen to him. Is he comes up? Ben, and he he's twenty two years old. Fuck up. Yeah, but he he's 
he's well, we called up Urias at like sixteen, man. I think he can do it. Yeah. His stuff is that damn good. He's, yeah, but again, yeah, bro, he's, it, he's the, gassing one hundred three. He gets man. lit the fuck up though, bro. Everybody gets lit up at some point, dude. Yeah, yeah that's what but that, confidence kicks in. Yeah, but uh, my boy Bobby Miller got lit up plenty of times. I think it's different if you're. Dude, this is a four-year college starter, a guy that won a college yeah. World Series. Yeah, he's not a young kid. Yeah, he's not a young kid, dude. He's he. If he was like eighteen years old, I get it. Like you don't want to like get his confidence like super rattled. But this guy, he's been through it, dude. He's done it. He's ready, bro. He he's literally out there in spring training, fucking six strikeouts in a row and shit, bro. Like, what are we doing, dude? Like this this kid's ready to fucking pitch. Yeah, against non-starters, but um, nah, he's ready to pitch, bro. I I worry about these guys who have just been drafted, who, yes, are good, who have played in college ball, but there is a huge difference between college ball and the fucking pros. There is, but it's there's also a big difference from a t- 20-year-old and a 22-year-old. Like, we see it time and time again where these 22-year-olds get drafted and they barely spend any time in the minors and then they go up, like Adley Rutschman, for example. Bro, it was a yeah, four-year college starter. Different when you're a pitcher versus a a, a batter. So do you think Hunter Green is going to, like, suck forever? You think he's trash? No, I think he But he got time. lit up. Hello times. Yeah, and he needs time. How much more time does he need? I mean, he looked really good at the end of last year. Yeah, but he looked horrible at the beginning of the year when he first started. Yeah, but you're telling me that Paul Skeens shouldn't get called up because if he gets lit up, he's gonna he's gonna ruin his confidence. There's the possibility of that, absolutely. Hunter Green also was dealing with injury. But I mean, Hunter Green got lit up for like two years in the majors, Ben. Not yeah, just one. And it took and it took him what two and a half years then to get him into pitching really well. And I don't think you risk that with Skeens. Dude, Skeens is 22, bro. You, you're expecting him to start as a 25-year-old? That's when you want to call him up? No. I am telling you, am I telling you to wait three years? I mean, I, I, I don't know. How did you, you get that? Well, I mean, dude, when you, I just said give him one more year. Another, That's, what if he's. That, that puts him at 25? Damn, he's fucking Mr. Oldie over here. He's, ben, he's got one of those opposite syndromes yeah, but you, of. Uh, but what if he's. What if he's like storming you give through him a fucking year in the minor leagues. The, the big difference between Hunter and Skeens, Skeens has legit like four pitches. I think Hunter only came in throwing two. Yeah, he only threw a fucking slider fastball and, and slider. A fastball and a slider. Who who on this pitching staff is going to take him under his wing and and and, and Step up for the kid if he doesn't do well. Well, Mitch, they don't have anyone. Yeah, they do. Martin Perez and Marco Gonzalez are both both seasoned veterans, dude. They've been through it all. They've seen it all. Uh, Martin Perez just won a fucking World Series last year. So, I mean, these guys have seen it, bro. Like that that that's the whole reason why they have. And then you also have guys in there like Andrew McCutcheon, dude. Like, I know he's not a pitcher, but that's a fucking leader, bro. That's someone that he's won an MVP before. Like, he's seen it all. Those dudes are invaluable to young teams like this. Like, this team reminds me a lot of of the Orioles and 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 the, the uh, Diamondbacks a couple years ago. 
Like they got a lot of good young players, dude. And I don't disagree with you on that. And I, I think last year, remember last year, the Pirates were in first place when uh, O'Neill Cruz got hurt, and then mm-hmm. the season kind of fucking spun out of control because that's you're missing a, a key cog, and then they also had other injuries and stuff. But I think if this team stays healthy. And they're definitely calling up Paul Skeens, dude. I don't care what Ben says. He's definitely pitching in a Pirates uniform at some point this year. I think that this team can definitely make a run for the division, dude. Like, it wouldn't shock me if they won the division at all. I think they have that much talent. Now, do the Stars need to align? Absolutely. But it can't happen. I mean, the Reds almost fucking won the division last year. Nobody saw that coming. Yep. What do you think, Irv? They got the talent. I'm not opposed to Skeens being called up sometime this year because he's that damn good. Um, the only thing is, is that one, is that talent going to stay healthy? Two, this pitching staff is better on paper, but is that going to result in more wins? Now they got the bullpen. They just need starters to get them to maybe, what, the sixth, seventh inning, honestly, keep yep. them in games because they got the offense to pretty much hang with pretty much anybody as long as Cruz stays healthy because once he went once he went out, that offense was clearly not the same. So I think they definitely going to be better. I got a couple teams ranked ahead of them, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just show out because they have that much talent, especially with that youth movement that they got going on. Yep. And signing veterans, like you said, Grandall, um, Gonzalez, Perez, uh, bringing back McCutcheon. So I think they could be due for, they could definitely be one of the teams that overachieved this year for sure. What's their over under at? 74 and a half. Wow. Two games less than last year. Yeah. I definitely think they're two games better than, uh, last year. Yeah. I agree. I, I think they're definitely better than last year. I think just with the addition, getting O'Neill Cruz back is fucking two games better. I agree. Now is there but, a but this team has healthy? to stay healthy? Yeah, yeah but that's the that's the only that's issue. That's a big thing because I I think yes they have some older guys here, but I think a big problem that they have is their depth. Yeah, most young teams are like that, but yeah, I mean like you could say that for pretty much anyone they got to stay healthy, but. Like, the Pirates, in their case, because, like, you, you lost O'Neal Cruz last year. You lost Brian Reynolds for a period of time. Like, they, they can't afford losing those. They can't afford losing Cabrian Hayes, O'Neal Cruz, or Brian Reynolds for, for an extended weeks. Yeah, for extended periods yeah. of time. Like, those dudes need to play, like, at least 140 games. Probably Sawinski and Pereira as well. Well, Sawinski, like, that dude is, like, home runner bust, dude, like, but well, he, yeah, but defensively, he's yeah, he's he's nice, he's strong, and at some point, like he's gonna figure out how to like hit too. He's he's a young guy, very young guy. So yeah, I agree. And but, he's got speed in the outfield, and that's something that I don't think Hey Bebe has uh, out there. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's move over to the Reds. Um, the Reds' win total is eighty and a half. There's some eighty-two and a half. There's an eighty-three and a half out there. So kind of all the market's kind of all over the place on the Reds as to where they'll be. The Reds are an interesting team to me because a lot of times when a team over overperforms like they did, a lot of people think there's regression coming. Do you guys see some regression coming for the Reds, or, or do we think that they're kind of ready to? be poised in 
and uh, and really start to make a run here. I mean, this is a young division, and uh, like the, I think every single team has uh, maybe the Cardinals is the and maybe the Cubs is the difference here, but have you know the the lower end of the order and their pitching staff is going to be the the big question mark yeah um you know offensively this team is great having candelario ellie um you've got steer you've got uh wins who's supposed to be uh you know or sorry um male male um, who's supposed to be a young guy who's who's going to be their backup catcher behind Stevenson? Luke um, Luke Molly's uh, thirty three years old. Ben. No. Then is it wins? That's the young kid. Yeah. Okay. You right. Wins supposed to get time. Um, that you know he's going to be able to take a little bit of time there. And Carnacion Strand is supposed to be. Yeah, he's great behind the plate for them, or behind the you know at bat for them. Like this, this team's got a lot of possibilities here. Um, you know, it, it's pitching. Ashcraft, Montas, Abbott, and Lodolo. You know, is is can they go deep into the season and Mont- win games? Montas didn't pitch last year, so we'll definitely see what he has if he bounces back. Lodolo started the year well. Didn't end the year well. Lodolo, I don't. Is he starting the year on the? Is he gonna start in? Is he on the IL to start the year, or is he starting? Let me see. Because he was hurt for a big chunk of the season last year. He missed like the last like four months. He doesn't have an injury designation, so he should be healthy to start the year. He pitched today, two innings, no hits, two strikeouts. Yeah, so he'll he'll definitely be up there. Um, I definitely expect him to start the year in the rotation. I mean, pitching is definitely their biggest question mark for sure, especially in that park because the park is such a hitters-friendly ballpark, the Great American Small Park. Um. Hunter Green had a good second half of the year, so if he continues that, that would be huge because he looked like a fucking absolute ace. Andrew Abbott is the most interesting guy to me because that dude had so much luck last year, bro. Like, he had, like, a .06 ERA with runners in scoring position. Like, that is insane, bro. He There was one point in the season where he went, like, 30, uh, 30 innings straight with runners in position that didn't end up scoring. Like, that is just... That's unsustainable, dude. So <laughs> it would not shock me if this dude came out and was, like, getting shelled left and right. It also wouldn't shock me if he was, like, really good. I think getting Nick Martinez, signing Nick Martinez was a good signing. Um, Nick Martinez definitely has his flaws. He's better as, as a reliever than he is a starter, but he is a seasoned guy. He's been there. He's done it. Um, their bullpen is is nice. Alexis Diaz was really good closer last year. I like the addition of Emilio Pagan. Um, he, he had a bounce back here for the Twins last year. However, the bullpen is still of some concern to me. 
I, I do like Fernando Cruz. I think he's really good. I like the addition of Lucas Sims. Um, Sam Mole was also a good trade last year. Um, but, I mean, this team ha- is, I mean, they have the makings, dude. Like, this could very well be like Baltimore last year, where Baltimore made a run the year before with a lot of young guys, and then the next year they they broke through. I could very well see that happening with this team. Um so I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this team's at. I honestly, in my opinion, they're the favorites to win. They're my favorites to win this division. So I think at the odds that it's at, I like it. I like the over 80 and a half wins. I think this is about an 88 to 90 win team. And they have depth. So they can, I think they can navigate injuries. Because you have guys like Novella Marte, Ellie De La Cruz, I can play multiple positions. Spencer Steer can play like basically mm. every fucking position there is. TJ Friedel, every position in the outfield. Matt McClain, every put like they got a lot of guys that can play everywhere. And Jonathan India is sitting on the bench right now too. <laughs> yep, in India, I, I think India ends up getting traded at some point. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly surprised he hasn't been traded yet. But I do think <laughs> that this team has a ton of depth. Um, I I like this team to win the division. To be honest, I think them over eighty and a half is a. I mean, I think they're better than a five hundred team. Yeah, yeah, easy. I think by far this is not. I wouldn't say by far, but I I definitely think they're the best team in the division. Mm. I know the card. The Cardinals, like you know, on paper we say that fucking a lot. Like their lineup is probably the best, but man, that I team was that pitching a lot of those AARP guys. Yeah, yeah all like, those old dudes, bro. Fucking concerns me. Yep, end of the year, it's gonna be an interesting. Uh, and then the Cubs, I think we got like, like I, I don't think Justin Steele replicates what he did last year for the Cubs, which we'll talk about shortly. Yeah, if he does, then they could be a problem. I also don't think Bellinger will be as good as he was last year. He changed the swing. Maybe he stays at that level. Yeah, but he was trashed to end the year. He had like one RBI well, in September. I wouldn't say he was trash. He just wasn't good as he was to begin the year, but he wasn't hitting like 360, 370 to start the year for like the first couple of months. Yeah, and he, uh, yeah but he barely finished over. He, I think he finished at 300 because he was so bad the last month, dude. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to find out. Yeah. With Bellinger, you're going to get the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows. He just got to find a way to – he evened it out last year, though. He wasn't – it wasn't like that MVP year where <coughs> – Well, he, he started – he stopped swinging for the fences all the time. That's That was the yeah. biggest thing. But then he – he uh, pitchers found a hole in his swing again at the end of the year. Yeah. <coughs> what do you think about the Reds, Ben? I, I think they're an over team. I think they are going to need pitching at the deadline um, or throughout the year. Um, but I, I think, you know, like you said, what is it? The Great America Small Park? Great American it Small really, Park. It really is an advantage to the offensive firepower that is the Reds. And yeah, I think they're going to take advantage of that to yeah, they push them a lot of wins. Yeah. Agreed. So – I, I like the over on on the Reds. I think that's one of my best bets of this division is the over 80 and a half. They're better than a 500 team. 
Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move over to the Chicago Cubs, whose win total is 83 and a half, 84 and a half, Again, the market is all over the place depending on the book on this team. Um, you can get you can get eighty five and a half at MGM if you like the under. You can get eighty three and a half at FanDuel if you like the over. So, market's kind of everywhere with the Cubs here. Um, Cubs had a really good season last year. They barely missed out on the playoffs. Kind of folded down the end, the end of the season. What do you guys think about the uh, the Cubbies? Well, they lost Marcus Stroman. That could be an addition by subtraction. Um, he missed he, the second, second half of the year, though. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have. He, yeah, he wasn't there the second half. Well, they got a real good pitching rotation. They do need a couple guys in that lineup to be more consistent. Morel. Um, do they still got Ian Happ? Yep, Happ yep. has to be more consistent. He, yeah, he has. Yeah, he definitely got potential to be really good. Um, and they brought back Bellinger, so that fills that hole they would have had in that lineup if they didn't bring them back. So they won what 88 games last year, or 80 was it 88 or 87? Cubs were at 83. Oh, yeah, 80. They won 83 games last yeah. year. So you're asking them to do the exact same, yeah. So I definitely they could replicate what they did last year, if not be better. See, I, I, I think they can replicate, but I, I. I mean, I have teams getting better in the division, which is going to take games away from Chicago. Um, the Reds, we, base. Mm-hmm. the Reds. I think the Pirates are over. Pirates, yeah, the Brewers. I, I, I think are going to kind of stand pat. Um, but I believe the Cubs did work against the Brewers last year. Uh, but there's, there's just too many guys on this team that are question marks to me. Are they going to come out and play strong or are they not? And that's why I can't really put a, a bet on this over under uh, that if they're going to be better than they were last year or not. Um, Hap's got to stand up. Horner's got to stand up. Can Dansby Swanson have another outstanding year? Can Madrigal have a good year? Can, uh, you know, the, the pitching is my big question mark. Um Italian. What's what? he gonna? What's he gonna do? Um, Hendricks is only a year older. I mean, he's still he's not that old, but he's what fifth or sixth year now? Nah, more than that. He's definitely old. How old? Um, how long is that arm gonna hold up? That's my question. Yeah, he's uh. He's 34, so yeah, he's old. He he throws like 82 miles an hour too, dude. Yeah, he's uh yeah, nah, I'm good off uh Kyle Hendricks. Um, that's the biggest thing to me though is is the starting rotation because like I said, Justin Steele was like phenomenal last year, but like he also doesn't have like a ton of swing and miss stuff. So like, I definitely expect some regression this year from him. Um, Jameson Tyon obviously. Not a great pitcher. Shota Imanaga, I think, was a good signing. However, he's a fly ball pitcher, and we know the wind blows out a lot in Wrigley when the wind's blowing out. Fucking fly, routine fly balls go out of the fucking stadium. 
So I think that that could be a major concern um, going forward, especially playing in parks like the Great American Small Park on the road. Bush Stadium in the summer also fucking plays more to uh, home runs. So I do think him being a fly ball pitcher is of concern. However, I do think that the Cubs bullpen, probably the best bullpen in this division. Adbert Alze as a closer. They signed Hector Neris, who was great for Houston the last couple of years. Julian Merriweather was good for them last year. Uh, Mark Leiter Jr. had uh, a lot of good, a um, lot of good innings for them last year. So I do think that they they are kind of deep in their in their bullpen, and they probably can add a pitcher at some point. Now we're talking about a team that needs to add pitching. I mean, why is this team not calling Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery, dude? Like this team needs a starter. Like you, there's no way you can go into the season with Justin Steele, Jamison Tyon, Shota. Kyle Hendricks and Jordan Wicks. I mean, bro, what are we doing here? Hey, man, that money. Hey, that. Are they? They not affected by the TV deal, are they? They got their own. Nah, network, they, right? they have WGN. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, I don't know why the Cubs haven't at least tried to put a filler out for uh, Jordan Montgomery or uh, Blake Snell. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't think they can afford it long term though, because they got a lot of younger yeah, guys that are going to be that are going to be, you know, looking for bigger contracts coming up. Yeah, they don't want to run into that same problem they did after they won the World Series. Oh, I mean, the thing with the World Series, they had a lot of guys get older. Like, Yeah, that's true, too. And then your boy quit baseball. Yeah, Lester got older and fucking, uh, who was the other pitcher they had? Who, like, fucking had an incredible couple of years. He got hella old and... Yeah, Zobris. Well, Kyle Hendricks well, Hendrick started getting hurt, too, because he was, he was a dog during those years, too. Yeah, he was, and he, he got hurt. Now he's throwing, like, 82 miles an hour. So This this team's really going to rely on offense, obviously, and, and uh, the bullpen. So they're, they're going to need to win, like, eight-run type games, I think, which I think benefit does not benefit them. I, I, I actually would go under on the Cubs here. Um, I just think there's some regression in their, in their rotation coming, and yeah, I'm not a big fan of their starting rotation, dude. Mm. I think this I think this team finishes third in this division. Maybe fourth. Uh yeah, I'm third or fourth. I, I still I, I still like them buckos, dude. Yeah. Well, I think 3, 4 and 5 is going to be a uh a race. Yeah, mine's on here too. Buckers. All right, so we know so we know what team Georgia's gonna ride or die with this year that it L so far. Add the Buckos to that list. Well I got a hat from every team in that division. I, I can go grab the Reds hat, I can go grab the Cubs hat. Oh no, I'm not saying you don't have a hat for every team in the division. I'm just saying that the Buckos is gonna be your squad this year, I see. Well, I picked the Reds to win the division, but yeah, I'm like, I'm probably going to cheer the most for the Pirates, dude. Like, I would love to see the Pirates fucking make the playoffs, dude. I would love it. Damn, O'Neal Cruz. Imagine if O'Neal Cruz was a Dodger still. Damn. God. Fuck. Then you guys probably don't have fucking <laughs> Shohei, dude, to be honest. Yeah, they defer his payment for her. Nah, we still get Shohei. If we kept Jordan, we probably don't get Shohei because Jordan is a DH. 
Yeah. They they defer the payment for twenty three years. Or so. baseman. Um you're twenty three years old, we're gonna defer twenty three years. So <clears> or what get paid you, when you're forty six. So what do you think about the Cubs? Are you over or under on their win total? Um I can <clears> see them easily going over. But like you said, if they don't pick up some more pitching, then that's gonna hurt them because that offense was up and down last year. I know they be at a lot of uh hitter friendly parks in that division besides um the Brewers place because I would classify the Pirates uh, park as a hitter's park too. So um but yeah, if they add another starter, I'll feel a lot more confident. But right now I can see them repeating last year. So it depends on what you get. 83, I can go on over 83, but 85, 86, I would probably lean the under if they don't get more performance out of their starting pitching. Ben, are you on the over or under for, you're on the under, right, with Cubs? I, I lean under. Uh, I think they're one injury away from being a way under team. But I don't think I'll bet this one. All right. Let's move over to uh, the AARPs, the St. Louis Cardinals. Their win total is at 85 and a half. Basically the same as the Cubbies. Um, and then they're plus $1.45, plus $1.75, $1.85 to win the division. Um, obviously they fell very short of expectations last year. Remember last year they were like at minus a dollar twenty to win the division. They were like heavy favorites and they kind of just never got off on the right foot and never were able to get it back. Um, what's the average age of their team been? Do you have the average age or thirty four? Nah, it's not thirty. It's it's definitely in the thirties though. It's not thirty four though. I think it is. Their rotation is. Average age is 34. God, they do have a really fucking old team, bro. Goldschmidt. I'll say because I'm 34 this year, so. Goldschmidt, 36. Arenado, 33. Contreras. Uh, 29.8. 29.8, dude. That's an old team. What? Not including the starters, huh? <laughs> Dude, the star, the average starting rotation is definitely like thirty-five, dude. 34. Average age of the starters is thirty-five. Yeah, that's ooh, ooh, gotta love it. AARP. That's crazy, bro. All right, so what do you what do you guys think of uh, of the Cardinals here? Um, I would say buy low, sell high, because at the end of the day, we don't know what we're gonna get from this pitching staff. You got Miles Mikolas. Fell off a cliff last year. Um, who was the other pitcher that was like Cy Young form? He didn't look nowhere near what he's been. Um, uh, what do you his uh, talent level last year? Is it Carpenter? No, is it Carpenter? Oh, Carpenter retired. Yeah. Um, they. Oh, not Carpenter. All the other um, pitchers they had last year are not with the team anymore, though. Jack oh, Flaherty, damn. he he's gone. Um, was it McGreevy? They have he, uh, pitched, he, had a real, he pitched like he had a real good year two years ago. Oh no, okay. Flaherty? Yeah, Flaherty. He's gone. He's gone. Damn. So yeah. Well you brought in Lynn uh <laughs> Turkey Tosser. Oh boy Lynn. from the Orioles. Gibson. 
yeah, good luck. Uh, this line, the 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 hitting is going to have to carry this team, man. And plus, if they get off to a start like they did last year, it's going to be all downhill because honestly, I don't even see how their manager still got a job. Yeah, that shit's crazy to me. I also, on top of that, like Matthew Libertor, he was like an up and coming prospect. He had a really dog shit year last year. Never was like really able to uh, gain confidence. I do like Drew Rom, former Orioles prospect. He was in the trade for Jack Flaherty. Um, he actually he had a few really good starts at the end of, at the end of the year, but he also had a, a couple really really bad ones too. So if he finds some consistency, I think that could be good because at the end of the year, like I don't see Steven Matt starting every every fifth day, and I don't see fucking Miles Mikolas or fucking Lance Lynn, Turkey Tosser, Lance Lynn, like. I just don't see all these guys in the rotation at the end of the year, especially if they're if they're not very good. Um, they got to make a change at some point. So well, I just don't think their arms can support the innings that they need, and that's that's going to be their struggle. I think the one thing with Kyle Gibson and Lance Lynn is like they don't really get injured, and they haven't really got injured in their careers. Like they're just consistently like two hundred inning type guys, but they're not like they're not two hundred inning. Good guys, like they're two hundred. Yeah, but you guys. know what they say about Father Time. It is undefeated. Fucking wins. But Jamie Moore, your pitch lead was like forty-seven. Ben. Yeah. But... And like these guys aren't like power pitchers by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, but they're fucking old. Yeah, I mean, the my biggest concern would be Sonny Gray because he he and uh, Mikolas. Yeah, well, I mean, Sonny Gray, like he had a really good year last year, but. He doesn't pitch like a ton of innings, dude. Like he only pitches like five innings a game. I mean, I think in the field this team is good. I mean, Arenado can't be as bad as he was last year, dude. offensively or oh. defensively. But I think Goldschmidt is. I think he's definitely getting towards the end of his career. He's going to be thirty-seven this year, Ben. Yeah, but you don't have to do much at first base. But I'm talking at the plate. At the plate, yeah. I mean, but he's coming off what an MVP two years ago. Two years ago, but I mean, he had a he was not that good last year. Yeah, and um, I, you know, but I don't, I don't see him dropping off. I mean, he obviously can't drop off anymore. Uh, Arenado, I think, is going to be better. Wynn's going to be good. Gorman's going to be good. Newbar is a, I'd say, above par player. Um. Walker is a good young stud. Like they've got, they got young, they got young talent. They got good young talent in the field. Yeah, but they got, but they probably have the worst pitching staff in this division. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. And, and you're telling me that they're gonna win? What is it? Fifteen more games than last year? Yeah. Under. Give me the under. Yeah, because they had seventy-one last year. What's their win total right now? Eighty-five and a half. Eighty-five and a half. No, no way. This team finished last place last year. Yeah, give me that under. Yeah, yeah I don't think this team's going to be that good. Me neither. Manager probably fired before the All-Star break. I mean, I, I think that would be a blessing in disguise for this team. And then they actually <laughs> might win the division. Well, what did he say last year that they were lazy? Yeah. He called, he called out he called Tyler O'Neill. Yeah. Terrible. All right, let's move over to the AL Central. All right, so who do you have, before we do that, who do you have winning the division? 
I like the Reds at plus 430 to win the division. And I would take a long shot with the Pirates. I don't have the, the, the lines for the division. I just have the over-unders. What are our... What are our uh... So, lines for it? What's, what's so the, the Cardinals are the favorite. You can get them anywhere from $1.40 to $1.75, depending on the book. Cubs are second. You can get them anywhere from $1.40 to plus 210. <clears throat> Reds are third. You can get them anywhere from 340 to 430. Brewers are third. You can get them anywhere from 350 to $8.50. And then Pirates are Fifth, and you can get them anywhere from thirteen hundred, thirteen to one to twenty five to one, depending on the book. Oh yeah, I think you go Pirates and Reds. Yeah, I think the Reds would be like at plus four thirty. Might hold off on it, hoping they get off to a slow start. But if they get off to a fast start, that number is only going to go down. Pirates at plus. Plus eighteen hundred ish, thirteen hundred. I like the Pirates. I think that number has some value. This because mm-hmm. this team was in first place last year before O'Neill Cruz got hurt. Just worry about the pitching. Pitching can't be any worse than the Cardinals. Oh, hundred percent. All right, let's move over to the AL Central. Oh, before uh, who do you get? Let's pick a winner. Pick pick a winner in this. Division, the NL Central. Reds. I've got the Reds. Ben, are we all on the Reds? I think so. All right. Consensus. What could go wrong? wrong? (laughs) I think we all said the same thing last year with the fucking Cardinals. We were like, oh, the Cardinals are going to easily win this fucking division. (laughs) And they finished last place. Shout out to the Reds. (laughs) All right. Uh, AL Central. I think this is a sneaky good division. Uh, the favorites are the Twins. They're they're minus a dollar ten to minus a dollar forty, depending on the book. The Tigers are second, plus three fifty, pretty much everywhere. Guardians are uh, third. You can get them plus three hundred to plus four hundred, depending on the book. Royals are fourth. They are plus eight fifty to plus fourteen hundred, and then the White Sox are. Fucking dead last. I wouldn't even put money on the White Sox this year. Plus 4,000. Yeah. Fucking trash-ass team. And they're going to be losing their starting pitcher. So, Yeah. C's probably gone. I'd be I'd be shocked if he's there to start the season. Um, but we'll start out with them since they're definitely the, the worst team in the division. Uh, the White Sox win total. Third worst in the, in the major leagues. 63, 63 and a half, depending on the book. There is a 64 and a half juice out there as well to the under. Uh, what do you guys think about the <clears throat> great Chicago White Sox? Uh, fortunately, they just need a complete rebuild and trade off all the talent that they have because even with the, the pieces that they have this year, it's going to be one of the worst teams in baseball. I mean, everybody in this division got better but them. Yep, pretty much. I don't think you have you, – you get much for your – I mean, I don't even know if you could say stars. 
Like you definitely yeah, he, don't you can get a good haul for Lubob. Yeah, because I don't he's think you get as much as as you want for Lubob. Yeah, he's hurt too much. Hmm. Like, what would he you set his so over good. under at for games played this year? Like one twenty. Missing 40 games, yeah. <clears throat> a, a quarter of the season. We'll always miss his time. I mean, but did they get worse? Yeah. And they're yeah, going to be pitching the pitcher, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to be They lost Grandal, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Michael Kopech took like a monster step back last year. He actually hasn't looked that great as a starter. They should they should honestly move him back to the bullpen. But you know who the White Sox did sign? KBO legend Chris Flexing. Don't bring that name up for me. He's been doing it. <laughs> no, 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 no way. I don't got nothing against Chris Flexen. Flex his ass to the DFA, but <laughs> didn't they sign? Didn't they sign Eric Fed? Yeah, they saw. Oh yeah, they signed Fetty too. <laughs> they got two KBO legends. <laughs> don't ever bring that name up around me, dude. They're gonna go out, dude. This is a KBO team right here, dude. Let's go. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. shitty baseball. Yeah, this is going to be a bad team, man. <laughs> They're going to be really bad. Um, I mean, they do have Eloy and Yoan Minkata and, and Lou Bob, but... Yeah. It, uh, you know who's going to have a fucking season? Andrew Vaughn. <laughs> Let's go. Andrew Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn. Damn, I think about Major League every time I hear that last I know, every, every time I hear Vaughn. You know, yeah. I'm surprised that we don't see higher on this list of uh, a player is Oscar Colas. I mean, again, another young guy, but uh, he had some opportunities last year, and he is predicted to play 6% of the time in right field, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, th- this team's going to be so bad, Ben, at some point they're just going to call up guys. But this this team does have the worst fucking uh, farm Sorry, system. No, they have the worst farm system, oh, farm system in yeah. all of baseball, too. So, like, it's not like they have a ton of fucking studs coming up. That's why That's why I think it's imperative for them to, like, trade Dylan C's, shop Lou Bob, shop Eloy. Like, you got to rebuild your farm system, dude, because this team is just in fucking purgatory, bro. Yeah. They went all in. I'll never, I'll never forget when that caller called in. That was <sighs> one of the greatest rants of all time. That was, yeah, that was beautiful. They went all in, dude, two years ago to win, and and you know they made the playoffs, but fell short of the ultimate goal. And like they have not even gotten near that plateau again, dude. Sixty three and a half. That was so low. Yeah, it's too low. It's unplayable. That at that number but but every other team in this in the division got better maybe cleveland didn't but got better i think cleveland just with health underperformed i'm sorry what's that 
I think Cleveland just getting healthy is better. Yeah, I think they just underperformed last year, but you know, sixty-one and one hundred and one last year. So, if every team got better, it would be suspect that Chicago gets worse. Yep. So let's move over to the Royals, whose win total is seventy-three and a half, basically everywhere. So the market pretty even on this one. Um, I love the over. This team won 56 games last year, so we're talking a 17 and a half inc- 17 and a half game increase. That lineup is going to be better and it's already good. Bobby Witt is going to establish himself as one of the premier players in his league. And last year all they had was Cole Reagans as a pitcher. They added some some good some some good veteran pitching. So that's going to go a long way, especially in this division where teams struggle to swing the bat, <clears throat> the Guardians. Um, uh, so Guardians yeah. aren't going to be struggling as much as they did last year. <laughs> Hopefully not. We said that last year, too. Yeah, we. I so, thought the the shift rules were going to benefit them more than anyone because like, they don't strike out that much. And they, they fucking <laughs> didn't, did not help. But yeah, I love the Royals. They probably gonna be. I'll probably say they probably gonna be one of the most improved teams this year for sure. I mean, that's not hard. They only won fifty six games last year. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> I'm just saying they they gonna be they gonna be they gonna sneak up on a lot of people this year for sure. Yeah, it's not gonna be the same old since the uh, Kansas City Royals. I think I still have them third in the division though. Or sorry, fourth in the division. I think they're going to be a better team than last year. Um, But, and I think, you know, getting some players back from injury, people taking a a step up from a second year is going to be huge for them. But there's a lot of Jordan's favorite group of guys, just Jags on this team. Not in the lineup. Yeah. No. I mean I think the yeah. I think the pitching staff is like the biggest. Yeah, Singer, Waka, Lyles, Lugo is the big I think that's the biggest Renfro. biggest concern. <laughs> nah, because uh, Vinny Pascantino, he he was hurt last year. He comes yeah, back. It's he, huge, huge for him. To <coughs> back this year. Salvador Perez, nice. I, I agree. Or Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be one of the best players in <clears throat> in Major League Baseball. I like Michael Massey. I think that dude's nice. Um, I like that outfielder too. He just got to stop striking out so fucking much. Which one? Uh, Melendez. Yeah, uh, MJ Melendez. Yeah, he he's gonna be a 30-35 home run guy. Yep. I also uh I also like um um Freddie Fermin. He he plays catcher outfield. He's pretty versati- versatile as they like to say. Um and then Nick Prado as well. I know he's not listed in the projected lineup, but he's definitely going to be in there. Nick Prado is a a very fine player. He had a good second half of the year last year. Remember Nick Prado famous for hitting the walk off in the uh Little League World Series. He's uh, projected to be thirty uh, percent play thirty percent of the time at first. Yeah, I th- he also plays outfield, so he, doesn't 
he can move he can move around this stuff. Oh yeah, there we go. Left field, six <clears> percent. <throat> I just I think the biggest concern for this team is is not only the starting pitching, but I think the bullpen is fucking bullpen does not look that good. And they could and remember last year they lost a lot of games because their bullpen sucked. <clears throat> Same thing might happen this year. I could see them being in games and then fucking just blowing a shit ton of games in the seventh, eighth, ninth inning. Yeah, this is going to be one where they have to score seven, eight runs to win a game. Yep, and and I I and, like uh, I, I I like Cole Raggins. I think Raggins is really nice or Raggins. Um, Chris Bubik should be back at some point. He had Tommy John last year in April, so he should be back at some point this year. But I don't know, man. Like I like this team, and I want to play the overdue, but I just. With that bullpen, dude, I just I see a lot of fucking bum games, bro. They're going to have to win a lot of games, 13 to 9. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 17 games up from last year is a lot. Yeah. I know. But if they add up, if they can add like just two bullpen arms, whew. which is I doable. Think you need Bo- another starter, too, though. Yeah. I mean, they got any needers. And, and Brady Singer, I mean, I say this every fucking year, dude. At some point, that kid's going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, he has to. He's got it. He, there's there's times where he looks like unhittable, bro, and then there's times where you're like it's like, what are you fucking doing, dude? Like, it's hard to bet on. So I mean, but like Michael Walker had a pretty good year last year. He's old though. I don't know if he's gonna have that same success. Seth Lugo, not impressed. Jordan Lyles, I mean, that dude was like couldn't win a game last year. You know, dude was so fucking terrible. Outside of Cole Raggins, dude, I mean, this starting rotation sucks. Yep. The bullpen is just. Yeah, they, what they, it's better than what they had last year, though. I mean, that's not saying much. Yes, yeah, so they had Zach Grinky last year. Yeah, but I mean, like, Jordan Lyles is still on that team. Hopefully he's in the bullpen. <laughs> Hopefully he's not on the team, but. They got, they got, <laughs> they got to get, uh, Brady Singer has to take a step forward, bro. Yeah, you know, last year he was eight and ten in twenty nine starts with a five point five two ERA, hundred and fifty nine innings pitched. Wow, not not many innings pitched. It's an average of well, average of five innings. Only can get better. Can't get worse. Oh, Alec Marsh should be pretty good at some point too. Mm-hmm. He should get called up some point this year um yeah i mean i i no play for me on here but i actually do lean the under i'm taking it over and a big part of that is because i i think the three teams at the top of this division i think that they're head and shoulders better than they are but the world's got that last place schedule so hopefully they beat up on all the teams that suck more than them We'll see, Irv. We will yeah. see. Uh, let's move over to the Guardians. 78.5 is their win total. Um, last year they won 76, so we're talking about a three-game increase this year, and I think just health alone should put them, put them up. Um, they have Didn't the... uh, Bo Naylor just get hurt, though? No, that wasn't Bo Naylor. It was the other Naylor. Josh? He just had that that big uh, collision in the outfield and fucked his leg up. Oh damn! Hopefully, he's good. 
Who? Which kneeler was it? I don't know. It had to be Josh because Bo was the first baseman, ain't he? No, but nah, there's Josh no is the first baseman. Too. Yeah, oh, they got they do got to do a little brother. Yeah, I think it was him. They drafted him too. Damn. No. It, it oh, there's not. four. There's four total brothers. No, dude. Cleveland's Josh oh, okay. Naylor Hospital. Oh no, that's 2021. Okay. Um. Just it, there was a huge collision and he was fucking flopping all over the place. It wasn't Josh Naylor because that shit would come up and then. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it wasn't Naylor. Yeah, I don't I don't know who who it was. Um but what do you guys think about the Guardians? If they could hit water if they fall out of boat, they'll be in the thick of things for this division. But you gotta take the uh I'll say you gotta put the twins over them just by a little bit because even though the twins lost the old boy, they still got a gritty a, a great bullpen. And if Royce Lewis stays healthy, I mean he's healthy, they're a totally different team, so MVP candidate, dude. Um, yeah, I think, like, I still go back to the whole like the shift ban. Like, this team should be a lot better. I just think they had a lot of bad luck last year, along with injuries. Like, this team doesn't strike out. They don't hit a ton of home runs, but they don't strike out. They put the ball in play. So at some point, those, those balls are going to start to find holes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, I think getting rid of uh, um, what's his face last year? Um, the dude that went, they traded the Dodgers. What was his name? Um, Rosario. Like that dude was a black hole in the middle of the lineup, bro. And I think getting rid of him is, is fucking huge dude. And they actually had a pretty good end of the season. They were just so far out of it. They like really didn't have a fucking chance, but they fought dude. And, you're getting healthy this year. You're getting Tristan McKenzie back. You're getting Shane Bieber back. Tanner Bybee was a rookie last year. He looked really good. Logan Allen was a rookie. He looked good. Gavin Williams, he was a rookie. He looked good. So you have a very young pitching staff that's all coming they in. They traded right. Quantrill, huh? Um, or did he come back too? No, I think, they tra- I think they did trade him. Let me see. Yeah, Quantrill is not there. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Yeah, he's. I don't know where they fucking trade him to, but uh, yeah, man, I I, I like this team. I, I definitely think they bounce back. I would, I would take the over. I mean, I think honestly, I think the Guardians, Twins, and Tigers all win over eighty games this year. I I truly do. I think this is a really good division, and Montreal uh, is on the Rockies now. Mm. Oh my god, that dude's Dang. gonna be serving up meatballs, dude. He's gonna be serving Dang. up meatballs and cores. Hey, he went to Stanford. But I'm and the Guardians probably have hands down have the best bullpen in this division. They yeah. do need a bounce back here from Classe. Classe had more blown saves in the first two months last year than he did in the entire season prior. James Karinchek also he really struggled with the pitch clock. I think that kind of comes back into focus a little bit this year as he gets to work through that. This team can't be any worse offensively, bro. And then you also added Kyle Manzardo, who is one of the top raised prospects in that um, in that Savali deal. 
So hopefully uh, Jose Ramirez can hit some fucking RBIs this year. Yeah, I'm not bet- betting on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that number is going to be way fucking low this year, though. Did he go destroy that year? Probably. Yeah, bounce back here. I mean, he's he's definitely the best player in this in this division. Him and Royce Lewis. But yeah, I mean, I, I like this team. I like this team to go over seventy eight and a half wins. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be my eighty one and eighty one team this year. Um, so I, I leaned you over there. I think what they uh, where they thrive in pitching, they're going to lack in hitting, and I think this is a very fucking roller coaster of an offensive team. Um, you've got some highs, you've got some lows. Um, and you're going to need somebody to step up to push them over the top. And I don't know who that's going to be. So, uh, Jose Ramirez. Well, no, I, I, I have Ramirez. I have Bo Naylor. I have Mazzardo being the probably the top. And then you have fucking. Well, the big problem last year, Ben, was Josh Naylor was great, but he was hurt so much last year. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Bo. Nah, Bo Naylor's the the not good Naylor. Josh Naylor's offensive. Bo Naylor's good defensively behind the plate. Yeah, but Josh Naylor's got. A, he was their best hitter last year. He's better than Jose Ramirez last year. <coughs> yeah, I just see this being an up and down team, and I I mean, they're they're average when you way the pitching and the offense. I I think this is an eighty one and eighty one team, which does put them at the over, but what do you think, Irv? Like you said, they can't hit no worse. They got a damn good pitching staff. I think it's gonna be a three team race. Yep. It's gonna be the Tigers, the Twins and the uh the Guardians. You if the Guardians could be a middle of the pack offense, they'd easily be the favorite in the division. But are they going to be that? Probably not, and we can't bet on that. So they have the best why. manager in the division too. Yeah. So see him. What's the over under? Seventy eight and a half. Yeah, I think they go over that. They definitely going to be a five hundred team. Only way they're not going to be a five-run team, they just have a whole bunch of injuries like they did last year. Yep. Can't can't hit twice in a row, though. Yeah. I mean, it can, but. All right, let's uh let's move over to the Tigers. Uh, their win total is anywhere from 79.5 to 81.5, depending on the book. Uh, so market varies on them. Last year, they won 78 games. Really surprised a lot of, a lot of teams. Um, considering that the year before, I mean, they were just, they were awful. And, then, you know, they're still paying Javi Baez a million dollars a swing at pitches fucking six Ooh. feet out of the zone, and somehow they're still fucking, they're still here. Uh, but what do you guys think about the Detroit Tigers this year? They could be right there where they were last year. But it could be a little bit better, just depending on how those other guys step up. And I know Scooball's coming back. Um, I mean, not school ball, the other, uh, Casey Mice. Yeah. He's coming back. So hopefully he can put something together. 
they got talent, uh, like you said, but Javi Baez, man, they're trotting him out every day. So that's definitely going to hold that lineup back. They have to, bro. They're paying him too much money. Yep. Yeah. I think this team got better. I, I do too. Pitching alone, this team got better. Um, and then you you look at their additions with Mark Canna, who's going to be, you know, a, a great uh, bat add for them. He's slow, but you know you hope they don't hit the ball into left field. Um, you got Riley Green, who's coming on what year two, um, and is only going to get better. Um, I don't think Torkelson can have a worse year at the plate, so he's likely going to get better. Um, and then just your pitching taking a step up is is really going to push this. So I I put this as an over what three more games than last year. Um, I, I think shortstop and maybe your closer is the weaknesses here. Well, all right. As much as I shit on Javi Baez, dude's a great defensive shortstop. Yeah, but offensively though, offensively yeah. is he just he does he can't fucking not swing, dude. Like he just swings at everything. Uh, they do have some good infielders coming up in their system though, so I am curious if he's like really struggling. If they do kind of pull the plug and and just take the L and and call up some of their younger guys, they have a. Josh Young's sis, uh, sister, Josh Young's brother, and their system, Jace Young, who's a top prospect. He plays second base, shortstop, third base. So I am mm. curious to see how how that's going to play out. But I do think that this he's is young, though, right? He's, he's 22. Young. He's 22. Okay. He's 22. First year in the professional ball last year, though, right? No, it was his second year, I believe. Or I'm sorry, he's 23, Ben. He's 23. Yeah, I still think last year was his first year in professional baseball. But I'm not sure, but he had a he had a good year in Double A last year. Yeah. Um, but I am curious to see like how how that's going to play out. Um, but without with, with even that being said, dude, I really like Parker Meadows. I love Riley Green. Like Riley Green is a hell of a fucking ball player. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I'm with you, Ben. I think Spencer Torkelson, there's no way he has a, a worse year than last year. I also like the addition of Mark Canna. Canna is not an everyday player, but he still rakes lefties, dude. Like that dude's a perfect platoon player. You could platoon in with like Andy Abanez, Zach McKinstry, um, Matt Verling. Like I, I think that this team has a lot of depth. Like they don't have a lot of great players outside of like Riley Green and, and maybe Torkelson. And, and Parker Meadows as well, but they ha- do have a lot of depth, if that makes any sense. Like, they just have a lot of guys that can play. Maybe not every day, but they got a lot of guys that can play. But the big thing is, I think this rotation might be the best in this division. I think Tyreek Skubal is a dark horse for Sa- AL Cy Young this year. I really like that kid. You get Casey Mize back. If Casey Mize is even half of <clears throat> what he's supposed to be, that's a plus. Uh, another year of Matt Manning. He's really young. He's coming up. Kenta Maeda, I think, is a sneaky good signing. You're not paying him a ton of money. He's got good stuff. He's just got to stay healthy. 
Jack Flaherty, whatever, Reese Olsen, he was, he's a really good young guy too. He looked really good last year. So I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm interested in this team, man. There's no fucking way they can have Alex Lane close though. That, that, that just can't happen, bro. That dude, mm-hmm. that dude has stuff, but my God, that dude is, cannot fucking find the strike zone sometimes, bro. So they got to figure that shit out. I do like the Shelby Miller signing, another good signing in the bullpen. Um, so I, I'm interested in this team, bro. I like this team. I think they win the division, to be honest. I definitely like the over 78 and a half. That's going to be my wow. best bet in this, in this division. 78 is, uh, I mean, you can only find that at one book though. The rest are all eighties. I'll take over 80. This team's yeah. going to win 88 to 90 games. Yeah. FanDuel has it at 78, but everywhere else is, or sorry, 79 and a half at FanDuel. But then you've got 80 and a half and 81 and a half at, what is it, Caesars, Hard Rock, MGM. I don't know what this one is. But, yeah. So, but I agree still. So we're all over on the Tigers? Yeah. Jay Strong yeah. uh, was drafted in 2022. Yeah, but he's 23. Yeah. Texas Tech. Yep. Um, all right, let's move over to the last team, the favorites in the division, the Minnesota Twinkies. Their win total is anywhere from 86.5 to 87.5. Um, obviously, they won the division last year. They were by far and away the best team in the division. Um, <clears throat> what do you guys think about the Twins this season? They got a hell of a number five pitcher. <clears throat> Who's that? Jay Scalfini. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, I mean, there's there's just a lot of question marks in this uh, on this team. Can Buxton have a decent season? I mean, we haven't seen it in the last two years. Yeah, but they um, won the division. He would barely played last year. Yeah. So if he if, if he actually bounces back, I mean, that's scary, dude. Yeah. Um, because they have they have one of the best players in the AL on this. Two of them actually on this roster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's a big question of, you know, can they produce? Can Correa, can Royce Lewis produce? Can uh, well, Julian? I don't think you should be questioning if Royce Lewis can produce, Ben, because we've seen that he can. I think the biggest question on Royce Lewis is can he stay healthy? Yeah. Um, Edward Julian, can he rise up to the level that they were talking about when he was drafted? Um, Kirilov's a question. Damn, Ben, you got I, a lot of questions on every team. Well, it's these two divisions, bro. <clears throat> these two divisions are historically the worst divisions in baseball. So, and because we have so many injuries every single year from these two divisions. Well, the one thing, like Eduardo Julian, I don't think. I mean, that that kid played a hell of a year last year. And they traded Polanco because they believe Julian is their everyday second baseman. So, like, the Twins, Ben, in my opinion, have the least questions. It's it's really a matter of their starting rotation because, obviously, you lose Sonny Gray. who he, he was phenomenal last year. They had probably the best one, two, three punch with Lopez, Ryan, and, and Sonny Gray. Now, you only have Lopez and Ryan, and then the back end of your rotation 
is very, very questionable. And even Joe Ryan at times was questionable last year. But I mean, he had a he had a really good that postseason start was actually really good um, until he got to the second time through the lineup, <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. that good. But they lost Kansas Maeda too. Yeah, and you lose you lose Maeda. So I think that's the biggest question mark. Their offense is, in in my opinion, like. If if Buxton is any if if he's half of what he once was, dude, that's only beneficial for this team, bro. Yeah, but again, that's that's a that's why I have so many questions on this team. Is can they produce? Who? Who? They, they all they produced every time. Max Kepler. Yeah, but can they continue to do that? But I mean, Ben, you're talking about guys that have produced for multiple years. This team led the league in home runs two years ago, and you're talking about can they produce? Bro, yeah, this team I'm can produce. About Vasquez, I'm worried about Santana and what are Dude, Vasquez Julian. is a backup catcher. He's barely going to play. He's splitting time between Jeffers. I doubt there's no fucking way he splits time. Bro. That, that dude, he was dog shit okay. last year. They are splitting time with Jeffers. But they got, dude, Matt Walner was really good last year. He was a rookie. This is his second yeah. year. Can he come back and do it again? Alex Kirilov was really good. Max Kepler had the third best WRC plus the second half of last year. Hmm. Biggest question mark for Kepler is can he stay healthy for a full season? Yeah, and you've said that three times now with Kepler, Correa, and Lewis. Well, health, yeah, so health is a question, but it's not production. They produce when they're healthy. It's can they stay healthy. But again, like that's you can say that for a lot of teams. The problem is, is these guys have a history of not being able to play a full season. <laughs> there we go. That's a question. <clears throat> well, yeah, but there's... And they do it again. Producing isn't the question. Because they produce every, every you, you time. You can't on the produce field. when you're not in the lineup. Sure, but they do. So I don't know why you would quite... Because... If if you're gonna go into every team and be like, can they produce? Like you could say that about every fucking team. Just like you could say, are they gonna stay healthy? But the thing is, is like this team historically, a lot of these guys have shown that they can't stay healthy. They've shown they can produce, so I don't know why production would be a question. Now health is a different issue. Like, yeah. Can they stay healthy? That's a big question. That is something to definitely be worried about. As far as like production, you got the starting rotation, guys like Chris Paddock and Anthony DiScalfini. I mean, he, these guys haven't produced, uh, you know, they haven't produced consistently in their career. So that's definitely a good question. What do you think about this team, Irv? They, the Twins are good. If they would have just finished a couple of games last year, they could have been in the ALCS. Um, Should have won the World like Series. Like you said, lo- losing um, what's the name is going to hurt because they don't have that one, two, three punch <clears throat> anymore. Uh, what's his name? You just said his fucking name. I can't think of it. Who, Gray? They lost Ken, uh, they lost Ken Maeda. They lost him. They also lost uh, well, Pagan in the bullpen. Yeah, they lost a couple of bullpen arms too, but they still got Duran. Um, I don't know, man. It's gonna be hard. I can see the Tigers beating them out, but if that pitching staff could hold up and that offense stays healthy, 
they they are the best team in this division. But I don't got shit, bro. I can see the Tigers so winning too, though. But I would lean the Twins as of right now. I can't play over on the Twins, dude, just because. Yeah, yeah, I'm not playing the over. I think they win. I think they won the division. I, I would lean the under because they lost the pitcher that they lost is that's a big loss, and they didn't replace him. Yeah, and I think I definitely think like their lineup is probably the best in in not probably it is with Royce Lewis and and Max Kepler. Like they're two of the best players in this division. They happen to be on the same team. I just like this team. You can't say they got better for sure. They got because they lost a lot more than they gained. <clears throat> and their win total is exactly the same. Like to me, I it's under or past for me. <clears throat> yeah, the division got better, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would lean under. Sure. What do you think, Ben? Yep. Oh, I'm I'm under. I don't see, think you're gonna see a full season out of a lot of these guys and when you're not in the lineup you don't produce so yep all right let's get to our best bets for these divisions here here we go so ben kick us off uh division winners i will go reds and No, best your your best bets for these. Oh, my best bets for yeah. the year. Um, so okay, so Reds over eighty point five. All right, and then Detroit over seventy nine point five. All right, Irv. Uh, ben took both of mine, so I'll do. Uh, I'll take the under on the White Sox. <laughs> under sixty three and, and a half, huh? Uh, under 60? Under 63 and a half. Yeah, it probably go under. I'll take that as the best bet. And I like the I like the over for the Tigers. Over 79 and a half or 80 and a half? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going uh, under 85 and a half for the Chicago Cubs. And then I'm also going to take... Uh, Reds to win the NL Central plus 430. That's my best base. What's like Pirates over 74? Yeah, I like the Pirates over 74 as well. I really like uh, Detroit and the Reds over as well. Yeah, I'd say Reds and Detroit are my favorites, but then I'd go Pirates and Cleveland overs as my seconds. I like that Cleveland over too. Yeah, I I definitely think the Twins take a step back, mm. just because they can't stay healthy. And that second half of the rotation is sus. Yeah, yeah, very. All right, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, we will be back on Sunday night to recap the week and talk about anything that's coming up, any news, notes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we'll be back Sunday night. Uh, make sure to download the Sharps app, S-H-A-R-P-Z, straight to your mobile device. Use promo code George 517 Free to download, free to track your bets. Become a better, better Sharps app. That being said, you can follow us on Twitter at Taproom underscore sports. You can follow Irv at Swervin Irvin TSP. Follow myself at Jordan Rules TSP. 
can follow us on Instagram at Taproom Sports Podcast. If you missed any part of the show, you could download it on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your po- podcast fix. Get it there. Amazon, everywhere. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Have a very blessed Wednesday. Let's go. Peace.